0: 36 Live look alive. Maybe I should've kept them in there longer than that. My dumb ass. Okay. Audio's good. Sound good. Let's get up on that bad boy. Nine days. I'm if you can't tell, I'm trying to control. My excitement. But it's there. Oh, it's there.
1: Welcome back to Boys the Bird Podcast. It's your host, the one, the only. Ashley DJ. Knuckle. Wow. <laughs> this nigga the fuck my intro up, man. <laughs> Look, this nigga Ashley Knuckle. You done <laughs> have way too many one of those. But it's your host, the one and only, DJ Automator, here with your homeboy, Juju big c's aka about to be engaged about to be engaged first off all
0: you remembered big c's we out here yeah no crypto
1: i see you uncle snoop yeah we in this (laughs) (laughs) I hope y'all ready to get down with us we got some crazy topic for you guys we got some um some hits some new hits some jams some now nah, we ain't got none of that shit for y'all i just wanted to say that because it sounded like a radio station for a second man because but... you got me excited but we got that shit for y'all so what's good man how you been how you feeling
0: man i'm i'm if y'all can't tell i'm trying to contain my excitement i don't know if my face they heard you tell the first story time. the
1: second time you said that
0: i know but i just had to <laughs> reiterate because re what <laughs> <laughs> reiterate oh okay <laughs> there we go oh, you know oh <laughs> it's a slurring a little bit oh but um yeah i i am very excited we are nine days out for when i leave and then four more days on top of that until the actual wedding bells and everything's just dun, 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 coming together dun, smooth dun, dun, man. Dun. Or at least on my end, anyway. I, I feel sorry da, for my girl; her girl's da, cutting up.
1: Da, but da, da, da. the
0: groomsmen, they are here and ready to go. Or well, I mean, yeah, yeah, or mostly silence. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing,
1: but you know, we're we're set. We're ready. Oh! <laughs> hey. So I guess it's important. I've never done this before, but. I guess I should start saying the episodes on the recording. <laughs> this is episode 21. What? Not 21. Yeah, this is episode 21, the first time I've ever announced the okay. episode. <laughs> this our drinking episode. Yeah, so um, yeah. So I guess I'm going to start doing that now. We're legal now. Uh, yeah, I guess we're officially a podcast. Um, I guess it really only takes maybe four to be official, but... I feel like 20 is a good number.
0: Yeah, that's a good number. You got a solid foundation. Yeah, you kind of worked everything out.
1: So uh, let's just get into some uh, light topics real real quick. I don't know if you heard or not, but um, Spotify been wilding out. Their stock has been plummeting. Uh, <clears throat> it is one of the biggest DSPs in the world, first off, mm. for streaming services, just in case you didn't know. But uh, one of their bigger podcasters is ending his contract properly. But he is not renewing his contract, and that is Joe Button from the Joe Button podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard of this gentleman before, if you're listening, if it's your first time, he's that guy who made that song Pump 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 It Up. I might insert the music later <laughs> right, for that. Right, but right. yeah. Basically, um he's been very successful with the media side of things, um, outside of his few hits that he had that are are classics but he's always been forefront about the creators getting, you know, paid properly and mm-hmm. you know, and he doesn't want to have the same thing happen to him that has happened to him before where he basically got robbed of his rights of his creative content basically. He mm. wants to own his content and Spotify doesn't re- want to renew the contract for that. But it's just that a lot of stuff went down at the same time of this happening which is crazy because the minute he decides not to renew there's other people who decided to open up a new podcast section for black people uh, which is by Charlemagne the God Oh, okay. on iHeartRadio but there's a lot of red
0: tape with all that stuff like it is. sounds
1: like the TLC story all over again but a smear paint campaign came out of nowhere they start talking about Joe and his past how he's Uh, basically like a manipulator he's very misogynist he you know beats his wife and stuff like that say fuck dogs all type of crazy stuff like just blasphemous on this man's name bringing up his old past basically right as he announces that he's not coming back to spotify so everything just seems fishy i'm not saying Mm -hmm. that spotify started this this smear campaign we don't believe in coincidences but we don't know who's doing this like say you know, someone wanted to take his spot at Spotify. Right. You know, what would you do? You know, you know, he's right now basically a free agent looking for the best deal possible. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's ever been about the money because there's been offerings. I'm pretty sure on the table for what he's done, which is actually impossible. Um, But he he just wanted somewhere where he can own his content. So, yeah, which makes sense. uh, And they don't want to give him that. And they don't want to give him what he's asking for. So I'm waiting to see where he comes back and where he goes, because I I don't listen to him as often as I used to. But sometimes I'll see a topic and I'm like, yo, 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 I'm queuing into that. I need to hear that because they are a funny bunch. They're super funny. It's a great pod. But unfortunately, folks, just think of it as LeBron going to L.A.
0: You got to do what you got to do. You got to. They are leaving. Spotify is burning Joe Button's metaphorical jersey.
1: Pretty much it's over. So, I'm about to ruin this name while we're doing uh, quick fires. Uh, Naomi. I'm going to just say Naomi. I'm not going to say her last name. Naomi <laughs> Campbell? That's one of my favorites. This favorite. is not. Oh, oh this okay. is not, not. Okay. So, there's this girl back a while ago. She beat, the, beat Serena in the tennis match. I don't know if you remember that. She's mixed like Asian and black.
0: Mm, I don't, I'm not going to lie. I don't follow tennis too much. But. I don't either, but it was a big thing because somebody beat Serena. You know I live under a rock but <laughs> but go ahead and tell me about it I'm Okay you so anyway my
1: interest. this year she at every match she wore Brianna Taylor on her mask or a mod or somebody different every time and then when she was sitting in the stands just relaxed she had her Lakers jersey on like just full pro black speaking without speaking like right. she just killed it so that's, that's why Serena lost I mean at that point you gotta lose this is not why she lost <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, you gotta was, do it for the this people was, this I point. was still living in Florida when this happened this was some years back when she beat her this if is, I was Serena that's my excuse oh I, my I lost God. for the culture look here you go this <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm do just, it for the culture. We, you know, just saying, you know, you know, props to her for repping, you know, and uh, just Hell trying yeah. to get a, trying to get a message across that uh, people seem to don't understand still to this day. They just want to make everything political, but
0: whatever. But no, real, really big props because that's what puts a target on your back. And there's a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, she didn't
1: have to do that.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people in her position will not do that. So, big ups.
1: Yeah, but basically, I'm saying that to say that uh, with the, uh, just to back back a little bit, I, I forgot to say this part, but I know I'm making over here making um, judgment calls without, you know, letting you know what's going on. But basically, if Joe go, we go. <laughs> if Joe go, oh. we go. Well, all right. Well. Yeah, because we don't know if he's actually coming back to Spotify or not. Right, right. All we know is his contract is up. You know what I'm saying? You know, they did a great job. They finished out the episodes. They didn't miss no dates. That's all we know. All right. So. Well, uh, boys to bro, now on YouTube and <laughs> Anchor and <laughs> Apple. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just letting you guys know up front, you know, for <laughs> all five of you who are listening, we appreciate you. Much love. extras it it's way more than that, but. <laughs> all right. We we do like Yeah. So but like, seriousness. um, yeah, if we leave, if, if Joe go, we go, period. Like, because at the end of the day, man, like, if you're going to be doing like the main guy who's brought the most. Uh, podcast to your platform in the first place and you're just going to let him just leave or dog him out and not honor him who's to say you're not going to do the rest of us the same way
0: yep anybody and everybody because it's about that dollar at the end of the day yeah like I say that's that's a major podcast that's bringing in the dollar so I'm surprised like that you're really not trying to fight to keep that you know but hey it's doggy dog world
1: so also uh, some craziness I'm at work uh, (laughs) you know and You know, on a lighter topic, but working hard or hardly working, both. But it was uh, (laughs) weird because, you know, I'm I'm on my break. You know, when you're on your break, you don't be bothered by nobody. Oh man! So I'm on my 30 minute break. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm I'm eating my hot wings that I got at the gas station. They ain't really popping the way I want, but I'm I'm making them pop as much as I can with my imagination. Okay, okay. the plot thickens. (sighs) I see uh, four four plastic bags being carried. At, you know, by this young lady walking across the street. Mm, and I'm like eat hot wings or chivalry? So if you don't let me finish the story <laughs> So I see I see the shower cap or the nightgown cap, whatever you call it, on her head. She got long socks, sandals on. She walking across the street with four bags. Bag lady you gonna Mm-mm-mm. miss your bus. <laughs>
0: bonnet. Bonnet, sir. It's a bonnet.
1: So, so I'm I'm eating my wings. And uh I at the back's getting closer and closer to the truck. I'm like, "Oh shit, you got to make, can't be can't be serious." So you know, I put I put my head down, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. pretend you ain't seeing. I just hit a knock, you know, the knock on the side of the door. Oh, <laughs> they coming to you? I said, "Uh, hold on, now." So I, I was like, "Wipe well, the wing sauce off your face." I'm like, "Are you serious?" Son? But she was young. It was a young young girl. She looked like she was barely twenty. So she was she coming to cook you dinner or something? Man, if you don't let me finish this story, <laughs> 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 the suspense is killing me, so uh, she's not gonna do. I roll the window down like halfway, and mm. she say, uh, are you going to another truck stop <sighs> and she's and she's and, and I'm looking at her like. Is that the code for like, you know, I'm a prostitute. What's up? Slurping dirt. I don't know what this meant. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm at work. I'm trying to get the fuck home. I don't care about none of that. Once this break over, I'm out. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to another truck stop. And she's like, well, wh- wherever you're going, can you have people in your truck? And I said, I-, I lied. instantly. I was like, I didn't sign up for that. I was like, you got to <laughs> sign up for that. And I was like, I'm still kind of new. I'm not new at all. But <laughs> I-, I lied. <laughs> I lied instantly. And she was like, well, do you got a cigarette? And I'm thinking these are all code words. Like, At the end of the day, I'm like, what the fuck? Why does she keep asking me all these questions? Can't you see I'm trying to brush you off? I'm trying Man. to eat these wings. You over here bothering me about a cigarette? She was hurting so bad. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. She didn't ask for a cigarette. She must be having a rough day, fuck it. I said, I don't smoke. She just really liked cigarettes. So, but I can give you a couple dollars. I gave her $10 to go buy a cigarette. I know cigarettes ain't cheap. So... She, she felt set, like she owed you some top she, after she that. Said, man, if you don't let me finish the story. <laughs> so she set her bags n- like not even five feet away from my driver door. And I'm like, oh, okay, what the fuck? Is she planning on coming back? Because I'm going to be gone. Immediately. <laughs> fuck this break. I'm out. <laughs> she was not ugly. She was attractive. But you could tell she had been block. It's, around been, black, it's been rough. rough A little rough. A little rough. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I see her go in the store. So I'm trying to, you know, dog the rest of my food. But I still had like seven minutes on my clock. I could not move my truck until my break was done. Ooh, Legally. Dang. I couldn't move my truck. So I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a hot spot. She come back and I'm like, damn, she look like she ain't walking to her bags. Knock, knock, knock. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I just gave you $10, homie. Why are you still bothering me, though? Because you gave her $10. <laughs> like, fam. that should be enough. He got more where that came and from. And she was like... I feel like I owe you some. She didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say. that. I'm pretty sure if I'd have asked, that'd have been easily achieved. But no, she didn't ask. She didn't say that. She said, "Do you have your ID?" I said, "Yeah, but I can't do that." I knew exactly what she wanted me to Was do. She trying to get a shower. She or wanted something? me to go in there and buy the cigarettes for her because she didn't have ID. She looks very young, Oh. so she can't buy cigarettes because she definitely looks under 30 for sure like i said she looked barely 19 20 damn, years old hard times and i felt bad because i'm like damn she sounded like she really needed a cigarette she already carrying four bags first off they was like save a lot bags or <laughs> something like that i don't know and she asked me can she get a ride someday where it seemed like she didn't care where she wanted to go anytime somebody just say you go into another truck just stop. Just take me where you going? That's yo, you had to been having a rough day or whatever happened happened or whoever you was with. Your life is just in turmoil that you just yeah. Let's go to another truck stop. Papa's a rolling stone. That's crazy. Just go where the wind blows. So I'm looking at her like, "Nah, I can't do it." And she literally asked everybody in the parking lot to buy her these cigarettes. Eventually somebody bought her some cigarettes and she Got her cigarettes and walk the fuck off. But at the end of the day, man, don't fucking bother me on my damn break. Damn. Like, I'm a nice guy, but damn, let me eat my wings, Joe. I gave you $10. Why are you fucking with me? It sounded like a lot
0: transpired <laughs> in that last 10 minutes of this break.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was rough, man. That was super rough, man. I didn't yeah. know what to say to her. I didn't know how to think. I just... You know, like some days you always think like, you know, because you're so dry and you're desperate. You just think like one day you might just take whatever. Cause, it, But she wasn't ugly. It was like, and she was kind of thick. You know what I'm saying? She didn't look ugly. She didn't look like she was on drugs. She looked like she was just homeless. And just shit. life just hit her the wrong way.
0: That's an important PSA, man. You never know what people are going through in their life. Young,
1: old, yeah. man, woman. But People just fall on tough times. I couldn't do it. No, it didn't matter how desperate I was, how dry I was. I just was like, nah,
0: man. We joke, but I I don't know who this girl is. But I really hope stuff get better for her because oh. that's, that's a tough situation to be in, man. I've known people that have been in the same situation and worse. So
1: hopefully she pulled through. Hopefully she don't bother me my damn break again because I stop over there a lot. <laughs> and <laughs> like, hopefully she just stops his cigarettes. Cause man, once you
0: jump that gun, that's it. You gonna be on Law and Order, SVU.
1: Ain't no telling man. Uh, that's what they got going
0: on Mm-mm-mm. and if you're too young to buy cigarettes like damn you're getting started early
1: yeah I didn't even know how to I didn't know how to make anything of that to be honest with you I just was like damn this whole situation fucked up but anyway
0: and Santa, you don't even understand stuff like that you know a lot of people do that as a kid like you know 18, 19 I used to hang in front of the liquor store ask people going by like yo You give me something to drink. You can keep this change. And then it's crazy because it's like you're a child. Well, not a child, but, you know, you're you're a younger adult trying to get in. It's it's older adults that's in a tough spot as well to do it. You'd be surprised how many niggas was willing to jump for change. Like I'm talking about two, three dollars. Like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to risk it all to get this extra three dollars in my pocket no (laughs) that is terrible (laughs) like really bro you about to show out for this three dollars like yeah that's how it be though you pulled up in the bins (laughs) (laughs) that's how it be that's
1: how it really be though
0: maybe they just was doing it for the little homies
1: Yep. who knows (laughs) oh man I'm gonna need a break real quick already already like a label Alright, we back, we back, we back. I said we bike. We back. Back back it. What's up, like a y'all? crack addict. Was good. What's good in the hood? Sidebar, relapse is not funny. I must have missed that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to rewind this back later. And figure you just out. you just
0: sometimes don't think about some of the stuff you say. Like it's just a random saying I say sometimes because I don't know I don't know. I just sound kind of cool. You just be like, yeah, we back at it, back at it like a crack addict. But that's a lot more wow depressing than how it it, it rolls off the tongue wow. so easy. But
1: you was on something else. <laughs> you are something else. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, these late-night episodes, man. That's how they be, though. But to get on a little bit more of a serious note, though,
1: I... Oh, you gonna go first? Yeah, yeah, right, go I, ahead, I'm gonna go. I'm, ahead, go, go I'm
0: ahead, gonna go ahead and go
1: I'm ahead. gonna dive in.
0: Because this topic is very interesting to me, man. It, it It's something that just... Kind of randomly that you think about sometimes, because I know most people have this internal struggle sometime, whether it's just something you want to do for yourself or something that you're doing as a part of relationships. But what I want to talk about is the psychology of social media. Now what I'm talking about as far as So what people today
1: we you guys need you to turn your page to uh fifty six <laughs> for uh the psychology of yeah, for the lecture today. And uh you're gonna need a notebook and uh <laughs> a tape recorder. And a shot of vodka. Yeah, because this is gonna be a long one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So um, as we begin today's lecture, but no, seriously, the psychology of social media is very interesting. One thing that I was already talking about is just basically how some people set their own goals for it, because I think it's kind of coming to the forefront that we feel like our generation in this time overly uses social media. So I see a lot of people either sometimes my friends will deactivate their pages. Sometimes people set goals like, you know what, I'm just going to get off of there for a week just to enjoy human interaction and just kind of get into the world. And what's interesting to me is throughout the boom of social media, just from the start of everybody being in the chat rooms to the MySpaces and then the Facebooks and then it's just completely going more from there as far as opening to these new apps like Snapchat and well they're not necessarily new but you know just it's it's growing and there's different platforms with the Twitters and all that good stuff. I I sounded like a very old man talking about the Twitters. You are old man. (laughs) You are old man.
1: Let's not forget you were just talking about Sports Illustrated for pornography. (laughs) <laughs> Cinemax man Cinemax <laughs> so I'm at the late night
0: Cinemax sessions yeah
1: anyway as I you were because right, s- it's
0: getting <laughs> runchy you're <laughs> about to get me off topic as you were saying
1: <laughs> about you know these new apps and what not that are yeah, the TikTok
0: saw all that good stuff but it's it's interesting because they monitor your activity. Like I saw something like they got a little special on Netflix I was checking out where they're saying like, you know, all this stuff is free and it's just usually something that you would pay for like a subscription service. And what is they said Is that
1: that movie called Social Dilemma? Is that what that is?
0: It's I think that might be what it is. It, it's something like that. I can't recall, so don't give me the line. Okay. But it's Simple. it's it's similar if not what you're talking about.
1: That's a clever ass name though. Yeah, the social <laughs> dilemma. Because that's what it is. It really is a dilemma
0: because you're trying to figure out what you're doing. But one of the things that stuck out the most to me that they said is, like, if you're not paying for a product, you are the product. And that is so true. Like, the reason you're getting those services for free and, you're like, at first, like, before I started understanding how it all worked, I'm like, gee, how are people with these applications billionaires like nobody pays for this app how is the person how is the creator a billionaire how does that work where the product they're getting us there they know this is a big group of people and now that they have this product they can sell us our data our mannerisms uh, the things we like to click on look at that is a product to be sold so where the psychology comes into it is when people like us, like they shape it around what we like to do to keep us more interactive, therefore, so they can make more revenue. And the part that's really interesting to me is when we get to the point to where they're like, wow, we're really getting immersed into this. Let me take a break. Let me get off of all social media for Earth Day, so I can get out and enjoy myself, or let me just deactivate my page for a week so I can just really kind of get back to these face to face interactions. And they have people that work round the clock to keep you engaged, to get you back on there. To if you closed your app, how can I get you to pick up that phone and look at this? So that's when they start. You notice they make all these new changes. And it's different things that happen uh, as you go along. Like before, when I first had my first book, Facebook, they didn't have things like the "Oh, today is your seven year friend anniversary or today is such and such birthday. And now they added this new thing where they even show you when your friend comments on a mutual friend's comment or likes it or something like that. It's just more and more ways to interact to get you like the poking. I never understood poking somebody on Facebook. Like, what the I'm poking <laughs> you. Like, what is that? These are all more ways to keep you opening that app back up, so they can flood more advertisements.
1: Right. What do you? <laughs> all right, we back. We back. We back. We back. We One more time it out today hopefully <laughs> this is the last <laughs> break god damn boy we ain't gonna make it through this shit well i'm trying to get out of here i ain't boy. trying to be in here all night man. man i don't even know how long we've been recording because of the stops but anyway interruptions galore uh, dude so what do i think of what you just said with everything growing and uh that was a heavy hitter question
0: it is a heavy hitter just first off how do you feel so now you're going to ask me another question. Yeah. Because this is this the, this the quick fire to, to kind of ease you yeah. in. How do, how do you feel being used as a product?
1: I feel okay with it.
0: Because yeah, that's why they're coming out with these privacy statements and different stuff. So, well, we're not going to share your information. Even when you sign up for loans and stuff, they're like, oh, well, Toyota, we will not share your information with advertisers and blah, blah, blah. And you've got two, three, four page disclosures about this stuff now. Nah, it's crazy. As an average consumer, our
1: cyber life is a product. As an average consumer, most people would tell you, you should protect your data. Your privacy is so important. First off, let me tell you, they're not doing a good job at it. They're not selling my data to the right people because every time I'm looking for a goddamn song, I can't find it. The type of fucking shoes I like, I can't find it. When I'm searching some shit on Google, I can't find it. So nice. if these motherfuckers are selling my data or collecting fucking data on me, they're doing a terrible fucking job because the shit that I be looking for, they ain't never got it. Well, your
0: browser or your <laughs> your follower person assigned to you is trash because they all trash. Boy, I don't <laughs> even barely got to search anything. All I got to do is
1: think about it, and it's popping up in it my YouTube. Hell no, I should do not be popping up like that. I'd be specifically typing in what I'm looking for, and somebody else shit pop up that I'm not looking for at all. Bro, I, I no promise
0: interest. you one time I was like, man, this is a real nice suitcase. I wonder if I could find a white duffel to go with it. Didn't even search it. Next thing I know, I log into my email and they even throwing ads in the middle of Yahoo. It's like a uh, white duffel bag from North side, blah, 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 or whatever. Or eBay has. I'm like, oh, yeah. y'all
1: tripping. tripping. I, 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 honestly, bro. It's like, When it comes to this situation here, it's like people were like, yo, how do you feel to be a product? How do you know that people are selling your data, collecting your data? You're, you know, they're invading the privacy of your home. I look at it like this is man, once you purchase something that you didn't create and you bought into your house, you accepted all that agreement. Yeah. So, and then on top of, you don't know it, but you did do that. But The most important part is besides fuck all that. Fuck all that simple shit. The most important part you need to know is what are you hiding from the world? Why? Do you feel that you don't want anyone to know that you love your fucking dog? Like what is so private about that? Like most people who act like as if they're inventing the next fusion device in their fucking home. They're not like, bro, you at home doing your fucking yoga videos. No mm-hmm. one gives a shit about that. They know what you're doing because you tell everybody what you are doing. They don't even need to know because you post the shit on Facebook every fucking day. As far as my data...
0: I don't care about that like it actually helps me out sometimes to where let's say for example I was looking for a particular brand of watches that I might want to buy as a gift to all my groomsmen must be
1: nice because I, I definitely
0: can't find the shit that I'm looking for but continue <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> but when I'm looking for this brand of watch like I search the site next thing you know I get on Facebook it's showing me different advertisements like I said I get on my email it's showing me different advertisements like it's popping up all different types of ways on my Different browsers and whatnot, and that actually helped me find stuff I might want to buy. That portion doesn't bother me, like, I don't care if I'm searching stuff on Amazon and then I get an email about it being cheap, or it's like, Oh, well, you were searching that. Here's an advertisement from Wikibuy where you can get it off cheaper. Like, I not to be name dropping and advertising all these places,
1: but and so on oh, a different uh, note, them niggas saw it, no, and I'd be. But like yo bro, <laughs> like I don't know Chill. if you noticed, but I purchased a camera from Best Buy already mm mm-hmm. yeah why 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 are you telling me about WikiBuy? It's too late? about the damn camera, bro, it's too late
0: too late, you done missed your wave. But the part, that part doesn't get me. I don't mind that information being sold and me being a product in that manner as a consumer. Because like I said, at the end of the day, there's people that have to maintain these apps and bring new things to you that are cool. Somebody got to get paid somehow. I'm not mad at you. Get your money. The part I don't like is where they like literally absorb everything you do, every click you do, everything, and they build a profile on you to whereas then from that profile, they try to figure out your psychology to get you more interactive with this application. Because at that point, I've used social media and these different things, they should be a tool, it should be there something that's sitting there waiting to be used when you're ready to use it. Whereas they've transitioned it to something that uses you instead, it's not a tool, it's something that is trying to actively engage you and make you pick it up. So, I mean, at a point it has to come down to individual willpower because they can't make you glue your face to the screen all day and ignore your family and not have time at dinner and all these other things that people worry about with interactions where this is getting in the way.
1: So you're saying there's no self-responsibility involved at all? No,
0: but see, that's what I was getting at. That's what I'm saying. You can't take away the self-responsibility because they can't force you to do that I just hate how they're using your psyche against you really to keep you drawn into this. It's almost like a drug. Like that's, now this is one of the things I'm a coin from the thing that I, from the documentary that I also found interesting. They said, there are only two industries that refer to their customers as users, which is social media and drugs. I said, wow, that's, That's kind of interesting. Never thought of it that way. I can't think of any other industry that refers to their customers as users.
1: But that's not a bad term. So don't coin it as that way. Because when you are a tech head like myself, when you're going to a operating system, the operating system acknowledges who's using the computer, a user, what type of uh administrative rights does this user have or is he a regular user user is not a bad thing It just coined that way because of drugs
0: hmm. and
1: it's just like yo know, if you got pain that you can't tolerate you need to use drugs it's just like people talk to- you know, what's the draw to it why can't it just be consumer or customer because it's not a consumer and it's not a customer that's why you can't those are inaccurate terms those are poor terminology terms are well, you, you were a customer when you bought the
0: technology?
1: When you are consuming,
0: the well, technology. we're talking
1: about we're talking about social media, though.
0: We're not you're talking about you are not purchasing. We're not talking anything. about the laptop.
1: We're not talking about
0: the. But phone But you are that you consuming bought.
1: media, though. Yeah, but how is the, What is the user doing to consume? That is the proper way to say it. It's the user at the end of the day. What is the user doing? Consuming media, so at the end of the day, he's still a user. He's using what to consume, though he has to use something to consume. Consume that comes after. Yeah, you can't yeah. consume first. You <laughs> well, he have to
0: use the application yes. to consume the media. Yes.
1: So I get what you're saying. Is like I you're, feel you're, like that one is
0: more accurate, but they're both still fitting.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost as if. I get what you're saying. You're trying to say, like, they're using them as, like, just subjects, basically. Like, just yeah. not, like, like as, as, like, it's the like robots. like a test pool. Shit. Yeah. But, I, no, honest, honesty, it comes down to self-responsibility. It's with anything in life. Like, you know that fast food is unhealthy for you. But there yeah. is a large number of people who still eat fast food every day. Every fucking day. Is that McDonald's fault?
0: It's not McDonald's fault, but at the same time, that's why I say you can't get rid of this the responsibility of the person. Cause you can't blame an addict for being an addict. But at the same time, that also like it's shared blame. I feel like more blame should be placed on the individual. The individual. The individual. But you can't completely remove blame from the company either. Like for example, when you talk about these pharmaceutical companies that push higher dosage of painkillers that they know are highly addictive at the end of the day the people don't have to take certain painkillers it's like you know you can survive if you just try to take over the counter or you do low dosage and get off of it but there's still some responsibility when you know how these things affect people and you deliberately try to exploit that for profit that doesn't take like you're not as culpable as the person that's consuming but you have some sort of but you have the right then. to
1: say this milligram is too strong for me i would like something lower and they will do that
0: yeah that's what the that's where the personal responsibility but they're not lies. gonna do that
1: so how can you still how can you blame the pharmaceutical? i feel
0: like it's a percentage i feel like it's if i was to throw something out there i'm just
1: playing devil's advocate because i'm on, on your side 100 percent. but at the same time it's just it's
0: still an argument to be made yes yeah, for sure
1: because they're not wrong yeah, they're not wrong because at the end of the day, you know wrong.
0: they're there to make money and yes. these companies aren't there because of their moral standards like right, They're there exactly. because they have a business to Ex- run. A
1: business at the end of so the day. So,
0: you right. have to understand that, but at the same time it's still kind of crappy. It's like, well, well, yeah, of course, yeah, it's shitty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like every single last social media site site is definitely shitty like a lot of times it's like I get frustrated because I'm not the average user. I when I take my time to use social media, it's nine out of ten times not for enjoyment. Like, it's just not. like. Uh, so when I see, like, a notification, you know, pop up on my screen, I know that the app is looking for engagement. But I will at least think that it would be relevant to, to, to me because if they know my profile by now, this is what I mean going back to what you were saying earlier. It's so shitty because... I see the notification to draw me to the app. With the average person, they're gonna go and scroll through and see what you know was said, and then eventually see what the notification was said. No, I go directly to the notification. If that notification had nothing to do with me, I close the app immediately. I don't even waste my time on the app anymore. Well, like you say,
0: you're not the average user. So a
1: lot of times, I, I feel like whatever they're doing is it's just poor usage of data collection because. If your job is to get people to engage more, you should always make sure it's something about the user because the user wants to see any interaction with themselves. Most of the time, not because, um, you know, such and such started a live video five hours ago that's sitting on your phone. You're like, wait, when did this happen? You don't, you don't you don't even know half the time unless you scroll your notification bar. You go to Instagram and you're looking in your notification section and there's nothing that's pertaining to you. Yeah. And you don't know where this notification came from. And so then you go look at the notification. You're like, well, why would Instagram send me that? I don't even interact with that person that much.
0: But it, that's what I'm saying. It's all down to a particular mentality. Like all of this stuff was wonderful when it first came out. Like it really was just something that really was for the good of humanity. And it just sucks to see some of these things transition into a money pit. Like from everything they do as far as when you think about when you get that notification, it's like you have a notification from such and such. What like why when I get that notification, can it just show me the message then? Instead, I have to click on it to go see the message so I can then get into that app. Like it all is built to draw you there. It's all meant to keep you engaged. Like I said, they like everybody loves the Harding and the different emojis and stuff like all of that was built with a purpose, with the purpose of now you're getting. Stuff that shows, oh, such and such loved your comment. So then you want to go look and see, like, oh, who else loved it? And oh, what you know, what picture was that? And this and that. It's all meant to keep you more engaged on that phone. Whereas you might have put it down and oh, now you have a click. Such and such commented on some other totally random person's status. Or now there's these groups we're trying to get you joined in. And the ones that I hated the most were like the the games that they started adding on there. Like such and such wants to play food wars or whatever the hell i hated those yeah but all different techniques to keep you on that
1: so basically the moral of your story is what you're saying is not only does the user have a responsibility feel like that social media should back off a little bit yeah
0: because the user the user definitely has greater responsibility but uh, moral of the story i feel like a tool should remain a tool instead of like you know there's nothing wrong with making your money, but at the end of the day it's it's no longer something that's serving us we're serving it
1: okay, I can see that even though i don't feel that way personally for myself, but i can one hundred percent see that because right, I mean
0: especially when you think about because I'm not like, special- younger people. people
1: I'm not special people I, I don't want to keep keep dragging this on, but like, I'm not special, but a hundred percent. I do see what he's saying. Like, you know, these companies definitely have a responsibility because they have great power to control your mind more so than, you know,
0: especially with the younger people. That's so, the last point I want to make. Like, if you think about like, we joke about this all the time, but our generation versus the current new generation that's here we were on the curve of technology right before so you know we know about the the phones with the snake on it and the minutes and all this and we know of, of time before or where we were just were dealing with dial up or you know you, computers and man, internet Weren't s-
1: common fucking stop With this I know we sound shit. old But i know we. It's you. a point This nigga said With the phone With the snake on it Like you said That shit You don't remember The snake game Come on Bro I ain't finna sit here On Bro, the track If you phone, don't get to the point With these kids Kids so today don't know About a track about phone some, the, With the chatting And the You <laughs>
0: But I'm just saying
1: did, Say something to the kids today And be
0: like You know your minute's not free After seven They gonna be like What the hell Is you talking about
1: <laughs> So <did laughs> tell you You have to bring up all that For what?
0: What I'm saying, point being, we know a time where we were out on our bikes. We were going out. We were outside. Oh, we that. met up with our friends. But look, because I'm, I'm going somewhere with this I, new generation. Like I'm my little cousins, like fourth, fifth grade, have phones. And they have social medias, which is super weird to me to be that young with these pages. And that's how you're communicating. Instead of, you know, they watch YouTube and watch other kids play outside instead of playing outside and a lot of the standards that are learned like different beauty standards and things and with the filters and you know that's where cyberbullying is a whole new thing and they shown like the rates compared to when the internet and social media took off like how much of a spike there were there was in like suicide rates and things that correlate to that all that's there for a reason Because you start to like one of the biggest things they pointed out in this documentary is based on like, you know, you're supposed to experience rejection and, you know, people saying certain things to you. It's a difference between a small crowd and then there's like a world of Internet out there now of people to where you're going to get either. Um, like instant gratification, you know, you're going to feel like, oh, you know, that's super cute. You're pretty. And then, you know, posted certain things, playing with these filters and other, you know, then there's the trolls out there and everybody's psyche isn't the same. Some people are in more different situations that make them more fragile. And then that's where you see this spike in suicide rate. And all of that is attached to social media.
1: So I, I didn't put the connection with the younger kids though.
0: So the, the difference is with the younger kids, it's you're, when you're still learning a lot, as far as when you're learning yourself how to feel good about your own personal image, you know your body image and what things you want to put out there to get attention and what draws us. like it's just much more attention to be drawn, and it's just: But um, some
1: would say nothing has changed. You don't think so. I mean, the argument would be. From the older people, I don't know who the fuck them is, but (laughs) TV was the internet for us. Like TV was the internet, yeah. And then when you went to school the next day, if you didn't have on what TV had on, you wasn't a real person. But
0: TV doesn't interact with you.
1: How doesn't it?
0: I'm saying it's not millions of people instantaneously commenting.
1: Yeah, but you still have time. Just like have you have time to post? You don't have to post immediately. Like you could do a post, right? Mm -hmm. and then people could say a gang of stuff all day long all day long and then if you come back the next day and post something different it could be like a gang of nice stuff all day long in school when we were growing up mtv on tv comes out and homeboy got certain jordans on and then you come in with the fake ones on you had to sit at school Mm -hmm. for eight hours straight and watch this shit and watch your ass be roasted, get beat up. You had the bullying going all day long. Nobody saved you from it. And then you probably had to get on the bus and get beat up on the way home too as well. And then if your brothers had real shoes because they sold drugs and you didn't, they talked about your ass Mm -hmm. too all the way to your ass went to bed the huge difference is, as I, fit, now I feel like this is breaking off into another category, and when yeah. I say this part, you know, you saying, yeah, you don't even know what I'm going to say. Bro, yeah. I already read your mind. You don't even know it. The parenting side, which parents should definitely be teaching their kids about social media. Um, our parents didn't teach us about TV that much. They just said, you shouldn't watch it so much. That's all they said. They didn't give us the intricacies and all the different, you know, scopes of it and why this is that way and why they're trying to sell you this but as far as social media goes i feel like as a parent you should definitely be stepping in and allowing your kid to know that every once in a while it's okay to take your phone or uh, tablet or whatever whatnot and put it down down. Mm -hmm. and that's why i believe as a parent i'm saying as a parent myself People say, oh, that's crazy. You control this and that. You trying to control that? No, I'm trying to protect my child, as you should as a parent. My child is only allowed on her tablet for so long. I have an app that controls when that motherfucker comes on and goes off. Her mother has to call me and ask me to put games on there when they're going on a road trip so that she can have something to do in the car. Mm -hmm. She don't have access to regular content as every other kid does. She can't go on TikTok. She can't go on Snapchat. She can't go on Facebook because I feel like at her age, her mind is not ready to understand the comments. And other parents just see Facebook as harmless because there's no porn, because there's not much things that you can see without being over 18. You can't see much sensitive content. Mm -hmm. So they think that it's okay. Okay. So at the end of the day, that's failed parenting again. It's like, yo, you just think of shit okay because. And that's all I'm saying with the
0: young group is being able to understand that difference because at the end of the day, you still have all those things we mentioned like being teased and stuff that's popular on television. And there were still music videos that are going to shape your idea of a positive body image, you know, all that good stuff. But the only difference is now you still have all of that on top of the whole world right there at their keyboard. So yeah. I I think like you mentioned, like having those restrictions yeah. and deciding what age is what's appropriate for your child's level of maturity, because that's gonna differ as well. It's it's a lot. But I just think it's it's very interesting, if nothing else, if we're not gonna, you know, start preaching at people, but just, just understanding that there is a profile of you and everything you do online, every click that you've ever made. And there is somebody somewhere that studies that. And that is all compiled into the profile, which is you.
1: And that's interesting to me. So uh, 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 the right word to say algorithm, algorithm. algorithm. No, that's not the one I'm trying to say. It's algorithm. Algorithmic. Yes. Something like that. Hmm. Um, Actually, it's not actually a person.
0: I mean, it's, it's a computer program that compiles that information but it's still got to be somebody that analyzes it no
1: i hate to shit on you like that but no there's not some special person who's looking i'm not at
0: saying it's a special but at
1: some point somewhere there has <laughs> no. to be a human
0: being that looks over no. this computer software no
1: all they do is look at numbers be right, but I'm saying the per- there has to be
0: a person that looks at the. You should numbers. see how much your lip is going up every time I correct You you're getting on my nerves. I'm saying I get that, but at the end of the pipeline somewhere. Cause,
1: well, because it's like it's like all right, we're we're, we're fear basing now. I feel like that's why I'm saying this because I don't want people to be fearful of what they don't know they already don't understand And just like how yeah. you know it's already fearful when people say oh man you know i was thinking about this and then all of a sudden it was on my phone like who the fuck is watching me who listening to my thoughts when actuality you searched that shit before or you said something before where keywords are recorded from your phone and a lot of apps that you apply to and agree to says this in that selection and you don't read that shit as you're agreeing So a lot of times people, you know, get nervous. I just don't want people to be more fearful of stuff that they don't know. Yeah, because people fear what they don't understand. I just It's it's
0: not something to be feared. I'm just saying just to understand that it happens. Of course, there's not a man that's sitting here and reading everything that you click. Like you said, there's a computer function that's built for that to sort all of that information and compile it. And then it's an output, and somewhere there has to be somebody that looks and says, oh, okay. So we decided to do a test trial and start showing everybody – when their facebook friends man. if birthdays you don't leave are. this shit alone bro like, you, we, we, we tying it we, up right now we're not tying this up but i'm at saying the, somebody look, gotta look, look at it fuck, and see fuck, this fuck
1: all that at the end of the day people self-responsibility man don't drag yourself into this social dilemma it's probably a good show to go watch by the way I yeah it is a good one but at the end of the day like how you're sitting here probably deciding listening to us like well damn that's even scarier a robot's trying to learn us <laughs> <not that> bad. <laughs> bro you don't know how people interpret oh shit. no I know but at at the the end of the day listen. self-responsibility means you have the control the user has the control you have the power to cut it off Mm -hmm. do not forget that so with all this shit that we're saying it don't even matter if you're not using it so you don't have to worry about none of that shit and if it's somebody birthday that don't mean you got to click it what? <laughs> I'm That's so a, I'm lost. I'm going to finish my goddamn I'm so lost. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga just. <laughs> well, this nigga, yeah, boy. He just want to drag this. Sh- I told y'all i bring books out. Look, this nigga done talk for 20 mm-hmm. minutes straight. Because I was damn. passionate about this. Oh, it was Lord. very interesting to <laughs> me. <laughs> you just got the people all scared, bro. Like, they don't want to get on the internet no more. They like somebody watching us. And they like boy. this nigga over here got robots watching us. I can't do nothing. Well, half
0: the people listening to this probably watching Plandemic right now. What the <laughs> fuck is that? You well, don't
1: even want to go there. So to get off even <laughs> to a worse <laughs> conversation here, that? colors should not be associated. Period. Wait, what? Like gender bias? Or what? See, look, see, see that's what I mean. See how you're trying to already place a category on it? Because I'm wondering where see, you're going look, with see, this. See, that's the problem right there. <laughs> right there. It's a broad topic. Listen, no, it's not. It's very simple. It's very simple. Colors, I'm going to say it again. And this is why colors should not be associated. I've had this problem for a long time the fact that colors of association means one thing when it should just be that that is that color. Do you like the fucking color or nah? You know, I've always liked the rainbow. Always. Mm. But if I walk around with the rainbow, people are going to either think that I'm Takashi or I'm gay. Yeah. And mm. that's fucked up. You know, we ha- I had a conversation not too long ago. <laughs> that's actually
0: kind of funny to me because <laughs> I actually heard one of the straightest people I've ever seen like have a genuinely passionate attitude that gay people took the rainbow for themselves Bro, i'm really <laughs> fam, fam that's so
1: upsetting like how the fuck do you think that belongs to you that don't belong to you it's just like how they you know have us growing up thinking that pink is for girls and you know blue is for boys mm-hmm. no and then like somebody asked me not too long ago said and, I, and it made me feel bad because I had to say this because I seen a, a lady at, at my job with a purple vest on and I like the color purple a lot and, and I was and, like oh um,
0: no that one's not for you and when I told her <laughs> I said I want, I,
1: I want to get a purple one and she was like oh well why don't you get a pink one I was like I don't want a pink one she was like oh what you don't like gay people or something like how the fuck did it jump to that that right. fast
0: pink don't belong to them
1: like what what does this have to do with anything? My color preference is blue, black, purple. Like them are my favorite colors, period. Like them, what I like, <laughs> I wear black. And you
0: know what's even crazy? Just like it's almost like a mental thing that people do to even try to differentiate stuff and make it sound more manly. Like I, I can't remember the first time I heard somebody say it, but it was funny to me. And I don't, I've never heard someone refer to a color as salmon, or salmon, rather. Salmon is a fish. That's not a color. And that's where they're like, oh, oh yeah, you know what? That pink shirt don't look bad. Oh, no, I, I didn't get it. This isn't pink. This is salmon. This is a salmon polo. Say it, nigga. Did they, get make, your did they ass, make it out of fish? You
1: not a writer? Writer uses shit <laughs> like that. What? <laughs>
0: I'm going to tell you where I did. Well, this was a writer that wrote this. I was watching uh, the Will Smith movie, uh, Seven oh, Pounds. Okay, well. And she was like, I, I got you a, a salmon polo. But I'm saying people really think that way, though. It's like, no, nah, don't call it pink. That ain't manly. That's why I appreciate well. Cameron. Cameron was really one of the first people to start breaking down the barriers. He did, and, with that big-ass
1: pink jacket on. Yep,
0: in the video, suck it or not. He had to do a real manly video, and then he put on the colors and was like, yeah, I'm just going to let you know.
1: I just hate that like there shouldn't be no association attached to why I like the color green or why I like the color black. You know, cause sometimes you wear black and people think like, oh, well, you know, are you, you know, are you black and you proud or something like bitch, you know, mm-hmm. This I, man, I, I like this it because it makes me look slim. Did you mean <laughs> this to be a
0: quick fire topic? Because this is a big one. Uh, as no, this well. is not
1: a big one. It's not a big one. You just gonna make it a big one. We're not going <laughs> no, to do that, though. I have the propensity to do that. You know, the point was served right at the door, which I knew was going to happen. So no matter what we say at this point. At the end of the day, the fact that I had gave a statement and you turned it into something else, my point was valid instantly. You swear. <laughs> it was, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was, though. I mean, because <laughs> immediately I thought
0: gender reveals. See, Because it see? happens before the womb. That's yeah, crazy, see? right?
1: Yeah. And
0: it's, it's, Mugs it's, it's are wild. like, if it's a girl, we're going to blow pink confetti. If it's a boy, it's blue confetti. You already put in an unborn baby in a box.
1: Oh, well, I don't know. I don't want to tell people how to do their traditional things, but I just really feel like, uh, you know, we should get the rainbow back. Fuck them. Yeah, I don't see what's so manly about blue anyway. It's kind of soft. Man, <laughs> pink is soft. Especially than the blue. type
0: of blue you're talking about. Yeah, any blue is kind of. we it, talk talking about sky blue. That, that, that's sweet as hell. Anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got any other topics for us, man? Because I got, I got one more.
0: I got uh, two more. One can be a kind of quick one, kind of nice in between since we kind of were dragging on the other one. Um, But it is this is one that can offend easily because I got a lot of friends in the restaurant industry. And one thing that I've always viewed kind of differently from other people is the argument on tipping, how you should tip, when you should tip how much you should tip depending on where you are. It also depends on how you tip. So when, when you generally view tipping, like what scenarios do you think you should tip in and what do you think is appropriate during what scenarios?
1: Any service job should be a tip job. So if the cable guy comes to my house and puts the cable in, I should tip him. That's how I feel.
0: Do you also agree for even like fast food restaurants? Like when you go get your stuff from McDonald's to the drive-thru?
1: That's not particularly a service job. Give me your definition of a service job. Someone who is going out of their way to get you something. Not someone who just stands at the window and hand you some shit. Like granted, yes, McDonald's is technically correct. You know, grammatically, whatever word you want to use that makes Mm. you sound fancy and shit. It's a service job, but I don't see fast food as if you can drive up to the window and get it in two seconds. They didn't do anything different to get your food properly for you besides press a button. A restaurant service lady will go back and make sure that your order is correct. She's going to take, they're going to take their time to make sure everything is right. She's going to smile. She's going to ask you, how you doing? Do you need anything else? Do you need a refill? She's, she's actually showing, showing you a service of gratitude that the fact that you want to spend your dollar here, Mm -hmm. you know, thing is
0: fast food is usually so crappy because people, you know, they don't pay as well for the workers that that gets lost in translation. But that is how it's supposed to be at a fast food place as well. Like um, I managed, I'm sure I've said it here plenty of times that I managed a Burger King before. Like there is a whole station that's dedicated to that cause the expediting station to where you're supposed to go over this screen and make sure everything goes into this bag. Correct. They have a protocol for even napkins. Per, per item, it's right. supposed to be two napkins yes. and then one napkin for every item after the first. You're supposed to try to do upcharge. You know, see, oh, well, would you like to make that bigger? You know, this that. You're supposed to try to make sure you sell the drinks. You need to make sure people get their right stuff. Oh, oh,
1: let me stop you real quick. It's supposed to be hey, service, all you motherfuckers. You can't hear me. You can't see what I'm doing right now, but I'm pointing at the camera on YouTube. Just so y'all know, my fingers all the way out there, real close. Why can't they see you? Because. There's a lot of people who still listen to us that don't watch the YouTube video. And plus, oh, I the you. last YouTube I, I video I put up was like three weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so go check out that YouTube. Yeah, one. definitely. Uh, it was a good one. But anyway, stop saying, is that it? Do you want anything else? <laughs> Do oh, you, you fi- know? You feel this one. That is a close-ended statement to say that you're finished ordering You're fucking up my mental process to even think what the fuck else I want. Like, nigga, I just ordered (laughs) a burger. I might want a drink, too. Stop saying, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? That's annoying as shit. You say that after every order. Is that it? You're not supposed to say that. That's not protocol. Yes, it's actually against some fast food rules. You want the customer to spend more money. You're supposed to say, would you like fries with that? Would you like a shake with that? You're supposed to offer more stuff to get them to buy more you're irritating the fuck out of me by saying is that it is see, that that's, it is that it that's a symptom. is that it
0: right is anything else it? anything is else for it? you
1: like i'm so not i want you to be annoyed is that me. gonna do it for you <laughs> like bro
0: but yeah that that's a symptom uh. that comes from people being underpaid and overworked and they just try to How? move These you things through doing
1: shit they just want
0: you to go through no, I'm just, I'm they just weren't trained if, properly because I never yeah, said. Either not trained properly or bro, people I just don't care. I was making
1: $6.25 an hour at McDonald's when I worked there. And I always, always, 100% never said, is that it? Never. Even when I knew they were at the end, they were waiting for it. How long did you work there? Well, I didn't work that long. <laughs> exactly. That's not the point. No. The point is you're supposed to. Come to me
0: after you've been working there for fam, two years you're, you're and arguing, tell me you got that same You're energy. arguing
1: another point. No, but I'm saying
0: this is where that comes from. Some people are just crappy from jumping, just aren't good workers. But other people get whittled down, and you shouldn't take it out on the customers because you, you know, ended up in this situation. But a lot of people just end up not caring from what I've seen. But at
1: these jobs, like Dunkin' Donuts, okay, most of the time you have, or like McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, Burger King, you have a presenter most of the time the presenter sits right there at the register and they just collect shit they don't even make the food they don't put nothing in the bag they just make sure everything's in the bag and then they hand it to you how hard that can their job be to say you know would you like something else with that or would you like to upgrade this to this instead of is that it it only stays come like that if man. you're lucky come on man it you're only stays like that bro. if you're
0: lucky you the presenter though Come no, on, but I'm saying as the presenter, I've been in that role and it's been times to where because, you know, people call off work. Yeah, people don't show up. True. It's been times where I've had
1: to be the person that takes the order, take the money, go bag the food, drop Fam, the it fries. Was seven people in there at Dunkin Donuts when this nigga was saying this shit. He wasn't even the presenter. Now, see, that's the difference. That's what it depends on scenario. That's Ain't just, no scenario. A bad it's just worker. all these young niggas like, bro, I go up to Wendy's and the nigga just staring at me. Like, is you gonna ask me? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. What do I want at some point, nigga? Like, uh, (laughs) I'm just—it's situational. Like, bro, no, fuck that. Because I've been
0: on both sides of the spectrum. That's all I'm saying.
1: Fuck that. No, you work at a place. You're supposed to provide a service. If you're not willing to work for that service, it doesn't give you a right to mistreat me. Well, I've been in the
0: building on more than one occasion to where my whole shift called off. And I was the
1: only person performing every duty. And you still don't get the right to mistreat me just because you don't have nobody to help you.
0: No, I'm saying it's not that <laughs> they're not going to say I just that they're saying. not going to do that. But, you know, people be like, damn, I've been sitting here for 15 minutes. And yeah, well, you know,
1: that's customers. Customers are going to always think, you know, the worst in fast food places. But,
0: and sometimes that service will suffer if you're looking in your drive through mirror and you got goals to hit it's like you need to get every car out of here in two and a half minutes right I got five people in line. I can't sit here for ten minutes because you as soon as they pull up to that speaker, it's starting to count on your goal mm-hmm. and when you miss your goal, you miss incentives you know it reflects mm-hmm. badly on you and your store yeah, so sometimes you're trying to push them through just for that alone, if nothing else so you're like, man, all right, this person like uh, like, come on, Sheila. I see you every week. Like, you know what's on the menu. leave Sheila alone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, okay, it's only two people here. I got my one cook in the kitchen. I had two people call off on me. So I need to take these orders and I need to drop all my fried food and I need to bag it and get it while also trying to take the next person order behind that. And I don't, you know, it's... You try to keep the customer service as best you can, but you sometimes more than not end up in a situation to where, because you won't believe how much people call off on you for a job to pay minimum wage. They don't give a fuck. And I necessarily can't blame a lot of people. Like, you know, you need to, if you want to take a job, even if it's not the best job for you, you should dedicate yourself to a certain extent, you know, while you're trying to get into something better. But a lot of people just don't look at it that way and just end up being crappy and then it puts you in a tight spot. So I mean I, I understand both sides because it's you definitely shouldn't lack on your customer experience, but it's just so much that's at play at the same time that sometimes not it shouldn't definitely shouldn't happen more than that, but sometimes that customer service is going to lack to where you might just be like, oh, you know, well, can I add you an ice cream cone with that, or you know, can I can I still, you to a lot, but it's still
1: rude even if you don't have no one there. If I'm ordering, don't interrupt me with, is that it? Nigga, let me say my oh, whole yeah, fucking nah, you name, never bro. Interrupt. And that's what it is. It's like, yo, I, I'm pausing because I'm waiting for them to put it down because I know they're not going to remember what the fuck I said first off. you know? And it's not a long pause, but people are uneducated. I understand that. People don't know <laughs> what the fuck a pause means. It's yeah. so that you can understand what the person said, give you time to think. And it also gives the person who is speaking time to think, which most people don't fucking do today anyway. They just fucking blabber. I hate that shit. Like, bro, think before you speak for real, for real. But at the end of the day, if I'm ordering two large coffees, you know what I'm saying, and a croissant egg and cheese, I'm not going to say it like that to you because I know you're going to get it wrong. Yeah. Because first off, I don't want just two regular hot coffees. First off, I want one that's extra large with caramel, sugar and cream. If I try to say all this shit fast, you're going to miss it, period. Period. You know, half the time you say it's slow, they miss it exactly and that's why
0: i pause because that's another problem with that pay you <laughs> do not usually get the cream of the crop <laughs>
1: exactly so it's like <laughs> hey why you sitting here worrying about is that it nigga did you get my motherfucking order right tell me some is that it but, yeah, no, you're right, though. I do understand that side. I did work in that side. But I always believe fast food jobs are transitional jobs anyway. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't plan on making a career out of it. Yeah. Fast and food and that's you know. why the people that make
0: a career out of it end up getting burnt out and don't care. And that's how you end up pulling to the window. And you'd be like, yeah, I just want to do the buy one, get one Whopper with no mayonnaise, add mustard. And you pull up to the window, and they'd be like, I got you for a Whopper meal and a Cinnabon. <laughs>
1: Be like, Yeah, Yo, you don't care what I'm talking not about. Not one bit. <laughs> not one bit. So uh to tie into this, your this ended up into a whole
0: different we didn't even touch tippin'.
1: I was, to t- I was trying to talk about tipping. Because that's the whole point. It's like, okay, <laughs> I think it might have been made. We already we gave two examples of good tipping. The lady at the restaurant. All we discussed we is, is fast food. Right, we did. didn't. We, 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 and industry. it's fine. I think it's fine. We don't need to discuss actual location. We know that when you're an upscale place, gratuity, nine to 10 times, probably going to be taken out already. And they're probably still going to expect you to tip. But. We know for certain like certain jobs, certain places, certain things like, all right, okay, you're going to get a service done. Like if you go to get your car detail, um, you know, they're the type that is, you know, you know, meticulous about it. It's not one of those corporate places. It's a mom and pop's place or or, you know, anything that, you know, people went out of their way to do something for you. I believe definitely for certain you should definitely tip um how much is that's a whole nother topic i don't think we have enough time for that honestly. yeah we don't because one don't of the main things I, I wanted time. to
0: talk about is the places that automatically include a tip and in that's your the bill. Up,
1: that's the more upscale places they're going to do that no nope.
0: they did that to us at the tinder trap
1: that is remember. not upscale I don't, I don't remember that hole in the wall they only but do te- it when you
0: have four people or more
1: but technically they are unhosted that is upscale I know don't look upscale, but because <laughs> me and you about to box after you just said that. <laughs> but they are on a main street, and that is all that location. <laughs> location is important. It's very important. You know how much it would cost to buy that that building in front? It's not cheap. So I know that it's a trash okay, spot, okay. but they are in a prime location spot, which is but anyway well, I, gonna- <laughs> was, I will go on to say it's been
0: done to me at some very unprime locations yes, yes. because they
1: feel like they have unprime clientele yeah yeah so uh definitely you know tip your your cabin guys <laughs> you know what I'm saying Yo, yeah when the- I think I'm
0: gonna save this topic so we can expand later because well, I also want to talk about different cultures like in other countries they don't expect you to tip but we'll save that for another episode
1: hmm. so I guess we try to tie this last one up real quick um I got a topic that should lead into his topic. Basically, what does it mean when a girl tell you some shit like this? Be careful. You might fall in love with me. What the fuck are they trying to say to you? And we'll be right back after these quick commercial breaks.
0: Let the church say amen. We bike clickety clack. We back. So
1: this is more for the fans. We want y'all to chime in. You can hit us at uh, 1-800-THESE-NUTS. <laughs> 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 nah, but for real though, uh, definitely hit us up at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And let us know what girls mean by be careful you'll fall in love with me. But back to our uh regular program scheduling. Here at Boys the Bird podcast, we're going to give you our theories on that. You go first Miss Jules. I got one, but uh it's kind of out there, but I'm going to let you I'm going to let you go first. Um Mr. Automator, if you could please repeat the question. So the question is when you first meet a girl. And this is today, it's not when you dated like 5 years ago and shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, back when that snake game on the phone. Oh, God.
1: So <laughs> you're hanging out with a girl, night's going good, whatever, where you, you're texting and shit and then she hits you with the be careful messing around with me, you might fall in love, you know, something similar to that, you know.
0: I would take that as a bid, like, to let you know that, hey, I'm on the market and I got stuff to offer. So, you know, you might want to lock this down.
1: I've never seen it that way. That's interesting. Because
0: like, she's saying that, you know, be careful. You might fall in love. Like, I got something to offer. Like, I see that as kind of like a reverse psychology thing. Like, it's saying, like, I got a lot to offer you, so you might want to really consider what I got going on
1: over here. I don't see it that way at all. I said,
0: so, oh, what? Finally something we don't disagree on. Look at this healthy discussion.
1: I don't know. I know what you meant to say, but you it didn't come out the way you thought it did <laughs> <laughs> you drunk. <laughs> oh, shit. No, but seriously, I believe that when they say that, they're already falling for you. Ain't that what I said? No. <laughs> 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 Not at all. <laughs> You're saying, hey, well, this is what I took from what you I said. I was thinking it, and you, you definitely said didn't it. say it. You <laughs> didn't come out your mouth at all. <laughs> what well, came out your mouth, like yo, nigga, you better get serious because I have a lot to offer. So,
0: well, that too, but that's them saying if somebody says something like that. That's clearly they want you, like, and they want you to see them for what they can offer you. Like, it's like because I feel I, I see both sides. Well, it's not. I feel like it's really two sides of the same coin because it's like, hey. You know, pay attention to me. Like I got good stuff going on on here. That you know, but why people would you say would that love. though?
1: Why would you say you might fall in love with me? That is a that's I don't like that. I feel like it's
0: kind of a play on words. Of course it is. Just to to, to make like to, to make you interested. I just
1: met you. Why would you say that?
0: Oh, see, I I, I don't know. Maybe I missed that part. I you did the. <laughs> you definitely. Did. I just met you type <laughs> no, thing. No, yeah.
1: Like, we just met, literally. I mean, I've heard this a few times. Because
0: like, wow. if it's a I just met, that feels kind of desperate to me. Like, let's let's say we're on our first date, and instead of doing normal first date stuff, it's like, hey, you know, um, I want you to, you know, come by. We're not going to do anything, but, I, you know, I want you to, I want to make dinner for you. And it's like, oh, I made this really good uh let's say jambalaya. I put my foot in it. Like it okay. tastes that jambalaya. Be oh, careful, you one. might fall in love once you try that jambalaya.
1: Okay, but that's different though.
0: I see that. Because it's hard for me to put the two and two together. Like what's gonna be happening On a a first time you get together, I'm trying to. I'm sorry, I'm too technical sometimes. I'm trying to envision a scenario where y'all first kicking it.
1: We literally just okay. Say all right. Say because
0: something like that, I I would view after like you know people saying that after you know I made you a meal or we had sex. But I've had
1: women who I've met and all that has happened the first night, meal, sex, and they were genuinely good people. Like she wasn't a hoe. She was a nice lady. She just. What a company. I mean, literally, she told me, she said, Yo, know, what type of beer do you want? This is not the same person who said the love thing or whatever. But right. Right. What I'm saying is this is one of the people who, you know, it's just like, yo, it it, it could happen all in one night. And I don't think that I mean, hell, that's that's normal now these days. So I don't think that constitutes like you having to say that. I just believe that if within the first week of me just meeting you, because like I said, this was the first time I had met this woman. Mm-hmm. she invited me over for dinner. She told me to bring my whole bag. She didn't say it that way, but she told me to bring my whole I was bag. I say that was a real one. <laughs> she said, like, you can spend a night, bring a back, And, uh, that's basically saying like, Hey, we're going to have a good night. You, there's opportunity. That's what that said to me. That's all they said to me. It didn't say guarantee nothing, but this other woman, so I didn't I know
0: to, many of these straightforward individuals back in the day.
1: Well, see that. See, you, <laughs> <laughs> see, we live in different times these days. That's why it's good that you' about to be married, so you don't have to go through these struggles and, that I'm and, going and through. In
0: different locations too, because <laughs> Chicago and bold.
1: Anyway, so yeah, she definitely told. <laughs> that was the first time I ever heard that. Actually, like I, I felt like I was the woman, like in the situation. Yeah she, yeah, she straight up said, "Yeah." Uh, she the said, meats. "What type of beer do you want?" I'm cooking this she had me at what type of beer you want first off i was led, i was giving it up <laughs> yeah. i was giving it up at that point but when she said you know you can stay tonight bring her back yeah, and i was, was like damn you know what i'm saying but my little scary ass you know what i'm saying it took me all night you know what i'm saying at some point she got mad she was like well i'm gonna go lay down in the bed like, that's literally what yeah. she told me because she was getting tired of talking at this point. Because the whole time she like artists. She said, we getting the meets. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. man. It's, anyway, but yeah, I just believe like in the first week that if you like you finally you guys matched or you guys met somewhere, whatever the case. Within the first week of you chatting or talking and you say, be careful, you might fall in love with me. It's awkward.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's almost, like I said, it's it's like a cry for affection or something to me. Like, it's like I'm trying to portray something to you. I'm trying to get you to 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 get the picture. Like, I want you to see, like, it's almost like a primordial call or something.
1: So, as you can see, ladies, we're struggling here. We need you to chime in and hit <laughs> us up. And, fellas, you too, in case some of y'all worked out and they told y'all what it was, definitely hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Boys the bro B O Y S T O B R U H. Definitely for sure. Let us know what's going on because we're clearly lost here. <laughs> yeah, we're struggling a little bit. <laughs> we are struggling on this topic here because it keeps coming up. Like I just keep hearing it. And I'm like, But is that not what you really want? Because the last girl who said it to me I asked her, Did she want to be my girlfriend? She about lost her shit and was like, No. <laughs> that shit get real. I don't know, you know. Then everything gets serious, and she had a whole fucking lecture of why she couldn't be my girlfriend. And I'm like, okay, that's because all
0: of that. It just sounds next level to me. Like I would, I would compare that to somebody being like, oh yeah, you know, I, I really love French toast, and boy, can't nobody make French toast better than my grandma French toast. Bet money I'm gonna make you some French toast better than your grandma French toast. Like it's almost like a challenge. Like yeah. you're trying to draw yeah. me in. Yeah. Like you, you have an expectation and you trying to like, you know, especially that women look at men, like you feel like men are bad on picking up cues. So I definitely am. <laughs> oh man, I'm horrible picking up body language, picking up cues. Like you dang near gotta like grab a man by his hand and walk him to uh answer sometimes. Yeah. So I feel like that's why women will say things like that. And it's like, nigga. Like, like i've been trying <laughs> to hint and it's like these are more kind of stronger hints now yeah. that i'm throwing at mm-hmm. you it's like yeah you know we we you know we've been on two three dates now so you know, <laughs> right.
1: yeah. Yeah, i think things are going great <laughs> be careful because you, know. you might
0: fall in love with me you know if that you watch this. who knows <laughs> man
1: who knows? But, you know, time has been great lately, man, for me. Um, not so great for my stress level has been really high lately. But guess what, folks? The masturbation is back. <laughs> no, you didn't see me going that <laughs> way. You know what my motivation is? <laughs> First of all, where did you get that
0: lotion that you gave me from my hands earlier? Yo,
1: listen, listen. You pulled that listen, out of a, a listen, dark, listen. damp closet. You was telling people way <laughs> too much. <laughs> hey, hey, you is tripping, for, tripping. For
0: the listeners who You're care tripping. about branding, it was lubiderm
1: See, and people know what that one's used for because it's <laughs> the non-sensitive one, you know, no fragrance. And stuff like that, you know, you know what that was for. Yeah. I mean, it's got lube in the name. They knew
0: what they were doing.
1: Yeah, not for the purposes that we used it for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess all
0: lotion's purpose is to lubricate, so it makes sense. But it's it's a double entendre, I'm telling
1: you. Anything else you want to get to people, man, before we get out of here, but man?
0: The only thing I want to give the people is, um, I just wanted to say, you know, big ups to Lupe, because that's where I first heard the phrase double entendre. Hmm. lupe fiasco smart brother
1: yeah. if you are, <laughs> you, you are a superstar well yeah you know i just
0: i just really enjoyed this episode we always appreciate you guys being here with us and pretty soon we're gonna be doing a special episode for the wedding uh, we'll probably have one more in between but in about the next episode or so We'll be coming to you live from Las Vegas. Yeah.
1: That's why I'm going through my rough phases, y'all, for y'all uh-huh. YouTube versions, which y'all ain't going to see this shit for probably like another two months, but it is what it is. Y'all it's see coming. all my pre-wedding jitters,
0: all that good stuff.
1: But I'm going to be fresh for this wedding. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to be clean, 007 be super style. Super fresh. Yeah, so I'm trying to look scruffy until that day. But you guys know what time it is. My favorite part, the outro. I don't even remember What the fuck we say (laughs) 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 Thank you uh, I don't know
0: You be talking fast as hell On the
1: outro (laughs) I appreciate you you guys For for joining You fucking me out (laughs) (laughs) Yo Anyway Just check it out Social media sites man Instagram Facebook YouTube B-O-Y-S-T-O-B-R-U-H We guys really appreciate You guys listening to And definitely for sure Check us out On all social media sites But like I said before In the beginning though possibly no longer show if we go joe go or i said that shit way (laughs) wrong if joe go we go we go joe go oh shit damn i just (laughs) speak real real bad i was super loud but anyway basically like yeah seriously no joke if joe go we go so yeah we'll let you know what's up with the next episode peace I wasn't going to say nothing. Because
0: ah. <laughs> I always mess up out the outro right when the music stops. So I'm like, I'm just going to let you uh, say the piece.
1: Shit, nope. I, I purposely waited so you could say I some. knew you did because I saw your face. <laughs> I was looking at you. we'll catch y'all in the next one, y'all. Peace. All right. Peace.
0: Oh, you, so you played that run. <laughs> Because I'm looking at you, <laughs> Like you were just
1: sitting here like. <laughs> I wanted it to be obvious. You was waiting on it. <laughs> I wanted so it
0: to I'm be like, obvious. So I'm like, okay, so I, I guess I'm going to say something. Because he, <laughs> I, I see you
1: looking at me. I was like. But, okay, so we're we
0: doing this. All right. <laughs>